Welcome to the Celebration Church Podcast. We are so glad you've joined us, and we hope you are encouraged by today's message. All right. Hello to all of our locations once again. Everyone watching online, welcome to Awakening 2018, the Wednesday night continuation, revival version. It's going to be good. You can go ahead and take your seats as you're doing that. Make sure that you turn around, give out a few high fives, some handshakes, some hugs. All my students, all my right crew, y'all just kind of, y'all just kind of hang out here wherever you need to hang out. You want to sit here, Josh? Yeah. Okay. Right, right. Y'all sit on, sit on the floor. Yeah, stay up there. Yes, all the band stays up. Where's my guitar? Is it over there? Did y'all know I play guitar during revival? Is it over there? Oh, I'm, just, I'm making sure it's ready. Look. I just want to go. I feel led. I want to. I want to continue for a few more uh, uh, scriptures in this in Mark chapter six. You know, Mark chapter six is a revival uh, chapter. Put this up there. So watch. So so he marvelled because of unbelief. Now look at this. Then he went about the villages in a circuit teaching. It says, then he called the 12 to himself and began to send them out two by two. Everybody say two by two. How many of you know it's important to have a church friend? It's important to have a church friend. We talk about it all the time here at Celebration. You gotta have a daily devo. You gotta at least attend a weekly service and you need a church friend. Every time when Jesus is, is sending out his disciples, no one would ever go alone. It always be two by two. And he says, uh, he gave them power over unclean spirits. And I am going to talk about that when we get into the Age of Man series. And that will be very soon. <laughs> but I just feel led to stay in this vein here. It says, and look, he commanded them to take nothing for the journey except a staff, no bag, no bread, no copper in their money belts, but to wear sandals and not to put on two tunics. Now, what Jesus is communicating here is, look, you, there's an urgent mission. How many of you know there's an urgency to the gospel? Because of God's love for people, there's an urgency to our message and there's an urgency to what we do. And I, I feel like that many times the reason that people don't experience all that God has for them is, is there's a lack of urgency or there's a lack of passion on the inside of them. And that's one of the purposes of awakening. Watch. It's, so, it's to put you in an environment where God can break some things off of you and he can awaken that passion. He can awaken that fire. He can awaken what he's put on the inside of you. And it says, it goes on and it says uh, in verse 10, he said to them, and whatever place you enter a house, stay there till you depart from that place. And whoever will not receive you nor hear you, when you depart from there, shake off the dust under your feet as a testimony against them. Look at this. Surely I say to you, it will be more tolerable for Sodom and Gomorrah in the day of judgment than for that city. Everybody say, Jesus, don't play. You know, and I think a lot of times because God is so good and because God is so gracious and because the grace of God and the, and the mercy of God covers all of our sin and fills in the gaps and all that kind of stuff, I think sometimes, watch, sometimes we mistake that that sin or, or um, man, sin or recklessness or carelessness, it's like, well, that's, that's, that, you know, that's okay. That's just not, that's not important to God. It is important to God. 
is very important to God. And if we don't understand that God, man, yes, God loves us and God is for us and there's the mercy of God and there's the grace of, of God, but you have to understand that sin will destroy you. And Jesus is here to destroy sin off your life, come on, so that sin doesn't take you down. And he's called you to be an overcomer, but I think in these times where we're heading in, listen, these are times, these are sober times. And too many people are playing games with God. They're playing games in church. Um, too many young people have the idea of, you know what, I'll just serve God when I'm older. I need to have my fun now. You know, when I get older, I serve God. Listen, there are so many words that we had during the revival, so many words that we had to young people. You probably hear that night when, when I was speaking to two young Men, so many words that God was having to young people saying, look, it's a different time. The time is short. You can't have that kind of attitude. You know what? I'm going to play around and then later I'll, I'm going to serve God. Listen, this isn't the next generation. This is the now generation. We got some, we got some Davids up in here. We got some Debras up in here, man. David was anointed king when he was 16 years old. You know, when Nehemiah went to, 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 to Babylon when he was taken captive and all those amazing miracles we read about Nehemiah in his early life. Nehemiah, that, 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 I'm sorry, the book of Daniel. Daniel, not Nehemiah. Come on, I'm still fasting. I, I, I still, you know. And Moses loaded the animals in the ark. No, that was Noah. Listen. Listen, Daniel, the book of Daniel, when Daniel was taken captivity into Babylon, he was 16 years old. Don't you think that you were too young to serve God and make a great difference in this generation? And listen, listen, all of, all of us, come on church, all of us, we're cheering you on. We are praying you on. Come on, can you, can you give God a praise for our youth? Well, listen, Jesus, he doesn't play. You know, Jesus talked about hell a lot. We don't talk about hell in church anymore. But we should. Because it's, it's, hell is a real place. And people, people can, if they reject Jesus, they're going to spend an, an, an eternity separated from God. And you say, well, how can a loving God send someone to hell? Listen, God didn't, doesn't send anybody to hell. People send themselves to hell. People Let me tell you how eternal separation from God works, okay? You know what eternal separation from God is? It's God finally answering the prayer that that person that rejected Jesus has been praying all their life. Because my Bible says that the Holy Spirit is in the world to convict the world of sin, righteousness, and judgment of sin because they don't believe in me. See, Jesus died for all of our sins. I can testify this personally. When I was being crazy in the club and all that, the Holy Spirit never said, oh, Stovall, you're a druggie. Stovall, you're stupid. Stovall, you're like, like, stop this, stop that. This is sin, that's sin. You know what the Holy Spirit was telling me? Stovall, you need Jesus. You need Jesus. Jesus is what you're looking for. Jesus, you're trying to fulfill your life with things that only Jesus can fulfill. What's the Holy Spirit doing? Lovingly convicting me of my unbelief in Jesus. Come on, can you relate? Can you relate right there? Get Carmen right there. Can you relate to that right there? I saw you like that. That's what, so watch, watch. When God deals with someone, and the Bible, I can show you this in Romans, he deals with every single person on the earth. No matter what country, culture, race, creed, background, religion, God deals with every single person on the earth. And if they have a, if they want the truth, if they will open themselves up to the grace of God, even if they don't know Jesus, anything like, like Lord, I just want the truth. Well, the truth, is Jesus the way? Who is really God? I just want the truth, the truth will always lead people to Jesus if you have a hunger for the truth and not for religion or your culture or anything else above Jesus. Are you follow me? So watch. I don't know how I got off on this tonight, but listen. So here's what happens. The Holy Spirit deals with people. What do they do? If they resist him, no, no Jesus. No, 
Later in life, God deals with them. No, Jesus pushes them away. God sends someone. God, do, no, no. What are they praying? What are they saying? Leave me alone, God. Leave me alone, God. Leave me alone, God. I don't want a relationship with you, Jesus. No, Jesus. And finally, they get to the end of their lives and they die. And God just answers the prayer that they have been praying their whole life, which is leave me alone, Jesus. And look what Jesus tells his disciples. Look at the very next verse. He says, so they went out and preached that people should what? Repent. Turn. They went out and preached that people should stop doing this, change their ways, and start. Begin with this. And say, yes, Jesus, I want you in my life. I wanna, I wanna call up Jessica. Where's Jessica? Y'all give Jessica a hand. This is totally out of order from what I was thinking tonight, but this is for somebody. So watch this. Okay, can I show y'all something? I'm gonna bring this back in a, in a second. Can I show you why if you haven't taken the tithing, how many of y'all did the tithing challenge on Sunday? Man, wasn't that awesome? Let, let me show you. This is why if you haven't, if you're not tithing, you should fill out that card. We'll give you a chance at the end of service. You should. And why if you don't have a prayer request filled out that we're praying for, you need to do that tonight as well. Let me show you a picture of our staff prayer. Let me show you this. We were going to have a staff meeting. It turned into an hour and a half revival prayer. You know, you know who we were praying for? You and our city. Every prayer request. Put those. Let me show you these prayer There, You can kind of see them behind me there. Is there, isn't there another picture? Okay. That's me. I've got all the prayer requests and all the tithing, new, new tithers commitments. Don't worry. Old tithers and regular tithers, I include you in the prayer too. Don't worry. Okay. Don't, don't worry, pastor's got your back. Come on. We, I had all the prayer and all the staff at the altar. Everyone was crying out for your prayer re request. And I mean, man, I just felt the Holy Spirit. And I just buried my, I sweated all, I put some kingdom sweat all up in your prayer request. And I mean, we cried out to God for you. And, oh yes, Jessica. And, we were sharing the story at one of our locations about this atheist. I mean, revival's hitting this atheist that got up in the, in, in the back of the room. Our pastor there said, I feel like someone here, you've been a, like an atheist, like a, a, a proactive atheist, like you pride yourself in, athe in atheism, and somehow you're here at church today. It's not an accident. God brought you here, and you're supposed to come up here and get saved. And this guy stands up in the back of the room sobbing, comes down to the altar and starts crying out to Jesus. And yeah, exactly. What's up with that? So after that, Jessica told me her story. Jessica's in our college. So Jessica, tell us, Tell us what happened a, 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 a year ago. Tell, tell me what you told me. Okay, so I just, oh, sorry, I'm new at this. <laughs> um, so I, I got to a place, I was a non-believer for 10 years. Um, and like Were you an atheist? I was atheist. Um, I didn't believe in anything. I was lost. I was like, God, you're not real. I don't believe, I don't, it's not, there's just no one there. Um, and I lived that way for 10 years of my life. Um, and I just, I got to this place where I was in Jacksonville alone without my friends and without family. Sorry. 
and I just, I got to this place of complete brokenness and I said, God, if you're real, I just, I need you to show me. I need you to help me. See, she wasn't sure about Jesus, but what did she say? Lord, if you're real, if there's a truth, a real truth out there, show me. Yeah. Um, And I just, when I finally, at Awakening, I was, I was searching and I was... So you, you came to Awakening last year, Awakening a year ago, yep. right? Um, and I had previously started coming and I remember I told Pastor Shovel and he kind of laughed at me, but I sat in this sanctuary and I thought to myself, well, even if I don't believe in this stuff, you know, it's encouraging, so I'm going to come. Um, <laughs> Good job, church. Isn't that great? Yeah. I love, hey, I love that. Yeah, hey, you know, even if I don't believe in God, at least the people are nice and it's very encouraging. Come on, you know that was the love of God, the love of God breaking, yeah. breaking through. Go ahead, Jess. And I came to Awakening and the first night, the first revival night, Stephen Furtick spoke and Pastor Soval did an altar call. And he said, if you have been denying Jesus in your life, maybe that's you. I want you to come down to this altar. And it was that moment that I couldn't do it anymore. I couldn't, I couldn't say no anymore. And listen, listen church, I wanna tell you something because something speaks to me and God's word, he fights for you even when you're turned away from him. So good. And, and his word says that taste the Lord and see that he's good. Blessed, blessed are those who take refuge in him. And I wanna tell you church that I'm living proof that that's true. <laughs> Come on, let's put a praise on this. Put a praise to him on this right now. Safe, you can say standing. You know, Jessica, this is so cool. Because when she came up to me after staff prayer, it was actually another one of our students brought her to me because she was so shy. <laughs> she was like, wasn't sure if she should tell me. Come on, how many know it's good? Two by two, two by two. And she had a friend in the college that said, no, we're going to go tell pastor. And now look how what God did with that. That was yesterday. So listen, listen. So, so that night, and you heard me, it, because sometimes I do that, I'll quote that scripture and I'll say, God, Jesus says in his word, he says, look, if you uh, confess me before men, I'll confess you before my Father in heaven. But if you deny me before men, I'll deny you before my Father in heaven. And that was, that's when the Holy Spirit was like, yeah, bam. One year ago today, and now she's in our college. She's taking her first, her first mission trip. Yeah. Mission <laughs> trip. Guatemala. <laughs> so, so this is what I want to do. I want you to stay, stay up here with me for a second because because you, you represent something, something beautiful. And you represent not only a beautiful person, but you represent really, I call it this, you know, God's love, there's two sides to that coin. There's the love that was pursuing you when you were rejecting him. Yeah. And then there was the love that was birthed in you yeah. When you accepted him, but you know God loved her the same all along. Come on. Yeah, amen. So I want you to stay up here in, in church. I'm going to ask everybody just to bow their heads at all of our locations because I believe that there are people. There's someone or there's some people in here, and you know what? 
you are in the same place that Jessica was last year. Whether it's you're not sure about God or you don't believe in God or you just don't think that God really loves you or, 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 or whatever that is, I want to let you know that God brought you here tonight and had Jessica come up to me and tell me her story yesterday so that you could be saved, so that you could be set free, so that you... So that you could receive Jesus and you're not going to deny him any longer. And I know what you might be thinking. You might be thinking, man, is God going to send me on the mission field? <laughs> I don't know about that. That is, God has a plan and a purpose for you. But the important thing is, is that you stop denying him. And you receive his love. And just like Jessica said, you'll, you'll see, you'll taste and see that the Lord is good. You'll see that God is real. A lot of times we want, we want, you know, revival leads to restoration. We want God to restore, but God says you have to respond first and then I'll restore. Do you see? So at every location, I want you to bow your heads real quick. On the count of three, if you'd say, Stovall, this is my night. I'm coming to receive Jesus. I'm not going to resist him or reject him anymore. Remember what I said, and it's what Jesus said. Jesus said, if you confess me before men, I'll confess you before my Father in heaven. But if you deny me before men, I'll deny you before my Father in heaven. Jessica is standing up here living proof of the love and power of God, and that's ready to happen to you tonight. But you need to, res you need to respond. You need to raise your hand on the count of three. Are you ready? One, two, three. Put it up. Put it up right now. Wow. If you have your hand raised, you get down to this altar right now. Right now. Right now. You move out the way. Make a part, a part the Red Sea of riot. Bring them down. Bring them down. If you're with that person that raised their hand, you bring them down. All of our locations, Orange Park, Julington Creek, bring them down. Bring them down. Come on, come on, my man. Come on. Give my, keep praising, church. Church, you better put a praise. You better put a praise on this. Mm. I'm so excited. Come on, come on, come on, my man. Y'all come up here. Come on, they're still coming. I need you to, I need you to keep praising. Orange Park, Julington Creek. Campuses. Where did Jessica go? <laughs> Come on up. And this is gonna be awesome. So look. So watch this. So, so, so church. One more time. Y'all give him a big hug through your clap. So what? Jessica, tell us. So, so you came down the altar. So tell us, tell us how that was. That, that 
Do you remember like praying the prayer and repeating the prayer? It's really, it's really you just, you say the words, but it's about the heart, right? Yeah, it's definitely a posture of the heart for sure. And it just, I think my biggest moment where I really felt the difference was when I got baptized. I knew I came up out of that water completely changed. Yeah. Okay, so watch this. So this is what we're doing. It starts this Sunday. We are permanently installing water baptism. Oh, it's on. It's on. In case, in case you haven't realized, it's on. So at all of our locations, after each service, we have water baptism. And then we'll have them again. They'll be here Wednesday. So they, they, they show up Sunday, and they're going to be out there the whole year in Jesus' name. Because it is so powerful. And that's why Jesus talks about, you know, you, you, you repent, you receive him, but that water baptism, I like it. You know, it's like I'm married to Carrie, whether I have my wedding ring on or not, but my wedding ring is the outward declaration of my inward commitment. This is what water baptism is. That's why it's so, so important. You're showing everyone you belong to Jesus now. So here's what I'm gonna do. Jeff, come up here real quick. So this is this is Pastor Jeff. She's a care partner, by the way. Is she a care partner too? So awesome. You have many disciples, Pastor Jeff. So I just wanted to show y'all Pastor Jeff, okay? Because he's gonna be in Connect right after service, but we don't wanna just send you to a place. We wanna introduce you to a person. We, it's very important, and so, so, so Pastor Jeff is gonna is gonna be there. If you know any of these people, if you brought them to church, please connect them with with Pastor Jeff. And remember, it's so important to have a church friend, and we want you to come back Sunday, okay, and be water baptized. Yeah. It's gonna be awesome. Now, no one leave because we're about to pray for healing. You don't want to leave before. You, you get a healing because you know what the disciple let me tell you what we're doing tonight this is what I realized we're doing we're doing Mark 6 they preach they should repent and you know what the next thing they did was they pray for people to be free they cast out demons and pray for people with oppression and then they pray for people to be healed So right now, I'm going to lead you on a prayer. Y'all ready? Y'all ready? Y'all ready? We're following Jesus. This is beautiful. You are going to pass from death to life. You're coming into the kingdom of God. Lord, I thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for every precious prayer. Repeat this prayer and just mean it, just mean it with your heart. Okay? Say, Lord Jesus, I repent and I surrender my life to you Lord I no longer reject you but I accept you and I thank you for your love Lord I receive forgiveness for all of my sins Lord I'm washed in your blood Jesus you are my Lord you are my Savior I follow you from this day forward. I thank you that I am saved. And I thank you I have eternal life. Now just stay right there. Stay right there. I'm going to pray over you. Receive the Holy Spirit. Receive the Holy Spirit. Don't worry about the lights. Our, our soundboard's been crashing all night. Just ignore them, whatever happens. Receive the Holy Spirit. There you go. That's the Holy Spirit right there. That's the Holy Spirit. You might, you might feel a, 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 a nervousness on the inside of you. That's the Holy Spirit. You might feel like you want to... You wanna, uh, it, it's like a prayer language, like a sholambasa. You might want to, you, you, uh, you, some of you might receive a prayer language right now. Others of you, it's, it's, it's a peace. Just let it flow. Just receive the Holy Spirit. How many of you feel the Holy Spirit in here right now? We just receive the Holy Spirit. There you go. That's a Holy Spirit, man. He is all over y'all. 
And Lord, we just celebrate our new life in you. In Jesus' name. Everybody said, amen. And amen. I'm so proud of y'all. Give my hand, church. We thank you for freedom, Lord, in Jesus' name. You will no longer be tormented in Jesus' name. I just pray that you open her ears to, to hear your voice, Lord. No longer the voice of the enemy. In Jesus' name. Free, free, free. Come on, give God a praise for that right now. I feel freedom in this house. I feel freedom in this house. Come on, can let's do that. Let's do that song. Let's do it. Come on. Fill us up, God. Fill us up. Fill us up. Come on, church. Come on. Come on. Let, let the Holy Spirit hug you. Let the Holy Spirit minister to you. Let Him work. Don't rush it. We'll be out of here soon, but don't rush it. Let him do his work. here to help us. Here's, here's what I'm sensing right now. This is for someone or some people and you're in here tonight and the word that I have is you are broken. Like you're crushed. You're in pain. Let me tell you something about brokenness. If God allows you to be broken, God doesn't do it so that you can be punished or to hurt you or to shame you. But every time in the Bible when God breaks something, it's so more of his blessing can flow. God breaks us to bless us. Or he allows us to be broken so that we can be blessed. How many of you, this is also in Mark 6. How many of you remember the story of Jesus feeding the 5,000? Remember that story? And what did he do? He took, he took the fish and the loaves and what did he do? He broke it. So to bless that multitude, watch, something had to be broken, do you see? And a lot of times we're like that boy with the fish and the loaves. And we bring what's precious to us and we give it to Jesus. And he breaks it. 
and it hurts. And we don't understand why he allowed this to happen. And we're confused. But what we don't realize is that God broke that so a greater blessing could take place in your life. So you could have as many fish and loaves as you could possibly stuff in your mouth and have baskets left over and feed another 4,999 households beside yourself. God blesses us through brokenness. So here's what I need you to do tonight. If that's you, I'm telling you, God wants to do a miracle of blessing in your life. And this is gonna start the process of bringing you out of that pain. Because what you don't realize is that God knew this all along and the greatest blessing you've ever experienced is gonna come out of the brokenness that you are experiencing and having right now. So right now in the name of Jesus, just bow your heads, count of three if that's you, raise a hand. One, two, three, put it up. Wow, wow. Okay, here's what we're gonna do. Here's what we're gonna do. I don't know what we're gonna do. Where's Jeff? Right here. (laughs) Maybe we can, I'm gonna call our riot during revival. Y'all are the riot Red Sea. And whenever I say part the Red Sea, that's the riot Red Sea where y'all can make some walkways. I'm just, my riot crew, help just kind of step back. Just y'all step. Just kind of, yeah, get up, kind of just get over here. Jeff, just stay around here. Awesome. Y'all can stay or you can, you can go back to your seats or, or, or what. Yeah, if you just pray that prayer of salvation, just make sure that you meet Jeff. And Jeff, why don't you go ahead right now and just go to connect? Why don't, could you do that for me? Yeah. So <laughs> wave, to, wave to everyone, Jeff. <laughs> so listen, if you prayed that prayer, I'm just saying, Jeff and our pastoral team is in connect ready to help you and, and, and just help you with next steps, counseling, walk with you through problems. Whatever, whatever we can do. If you raise, if you're that broke, if you're in brokenness right now, I want you to come down here. Come down here right now. All you who raised your hands, come on. Come on. Come on. We made room for you. Come on, Jesus. This is your night. Wow, 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 wow. Oh, God. Come on. Come on, put a praise on it. Come on, put a praise on this. Put a praise on what God's doing right now. Wow. Okay. There. Okay, I'm just gonna do this. Y'all, everybody good? If, if you don't fit, you just kind of line up right there. There's a, a, a woman here, and something happened to you 12 years ago. I'm thinking of that woman with the issue of blood. But yours is not an issue of blood, but it's brokenness. And you came here tonight and you were like, I'm, I'm going to get a breakthrough tonight. 
Bow your heads right now. Bow your heads right now. This is important. I don't even know if you came up here or not. Maybe you did. But, and I'm talking to all of our campuses as well. If that's you, I want you to lift a hand right now. Yep. 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 12 years ago. Yep, yep, yep. It's about five, six, seven, eight at our campuses. Here's what I'm going to do. Here's what I'm going to do. These women are going to remember the story of the woman with the issue of blood? And what she say? If I could just touch. She had been in brokenness. She said, if I could just touch the hem of his garment, I'll be made whole. I'll be made well. Every single one of these women are going to be made well tonight in Jesus' name. At our campuses, I need y'all to come up on this stage right now because just like Jessica, you're going to represent something that's going to happen to the rest. I need to help them, help them get up on stage if, they, if you're one of those 12 women. I mean, if you're one of those. Come on up. Come on up. Come on up. Come on up. Come on up, come on up. I knew something was up with you. Something was happening here. Come on up. Oh my goodness, Lord Jesus. Where'd Jeff go? Jeff, come back. Yo, only God does this. Is that, is that like, what, what? Look at this. I'm gonna move this. Hey, at, uh, at our other locations, and maybe you're watching online and you're like, That's, this is for some people online too. You're like, yeah, my, my situation happened 12 years ago too. I just want you to stand up, whatever. Just be a part of this because it's for you too. It's for everyone that's experiencing this tonight. Look at this. I want to say this because right now watch you're going to touch Jesus and you're going to be made whole amen but this is important church watch here's where the church misses it a lot of times okay what we do a lot of times is we have an encounter with Jesus right and we're made whole but we don't walk out our healing you remember, you remember when Jesus raised Lazarus? I, I feel the Holy Spirit. I'm gonna run through that wall. Man, this is powerful. Hey, I wanna know, Chris, can somebody, I wanna text the other campuses and see what see what their response was there several was there one or, one or two or just just I'll, I'll, I'll get that but watch this remember when Jesus raised Lazarus from the dead remember that so what it, he said Lazarus come forth we could say Lazarus was in the ultimate place of brokenness right like dead he said Lazarus come forth what, he raises Lazarus to the dead. Like Lazarus has new life. We could say Lazarus is whole, he's alive. But what did Jesus do? As soon as he raised Lazarus to the dead, you know what he did? He sent Lazarus to the disciples and his friends. You know what he told the disciples? He said, all right, now you unwrap him and let him go. See, many times at the church, you know what we do? We, we get them to Jesus, he raises them, he brings wholeness, but we don't get them unwrapped. Come on, church. We don't help them get unwrapped. And that's why our main ministry, there's, there's Drew over there, one of our main ministries at Celebration is our freedom ministry. How many of y'all been through freedom? And I wanna really encourage y'all, Jeff, listen, we will, we will, 
we would love for y'all to get in freedom. Our whole staff goes through it. Everybody needs freedom. And I would say freedom is the unwrapping. It's how we learn how to walk out our wholeness. Come on, church. Can, can, can you say amen to that? So right now, ready? I need some oil. I need some oil. Because it says in Mark, it said, where's the scripture? Where's the scripture? Mark chapter 6, 13. Is it up there? I'm going to, is it open? Look, they went out and preached people should repent. We did that, right? And they cast out many demons. Okay, that's what people are getting free. Whether it's oppression, depression, you know, the enemy, it always, he's always involved in some way, shape, or form. You know what I'm saying? He comes to steal, kill, and destroy. Look, and it says, and they anointed with oil many who were sick and healed them. Listen, I want to let you know that this brokenness, God allowed it so you could experience the greatest blessing that you've ever had. I want you to remember tonight, I want you to remember the story. I want you to remember the story of the fish and the loaves. Remember, Jesus broke it. You can imagine that kid that was, oh. And then what'd he do? He blessed it. That kid ended up being so blessed and so did the thousands. You don't know what God is about to do through your life. Don't waste your pain. All things works for good for God. Those are who love God and call him according to his purpose. God is going to use this experience. He's actually blessing you. And he's going to do a great work, a miraculous work in your life. Amen. Come on, church. Stretch your hand toward him right now. Oh, I got a bunch of oil. I hope you don't mind. This is old school oil. I hope you don't mind getting anointed with oil and getting whole in Jesus' name. Father, the oil represents, Lord, your hymn, the hymn of your garment, the touch of God, the touch of Jesus, the anointing God. And Father, right now, we command that all of these women and all of these men, all of these people here at all of our locations watching online, we command that they be loosed, loosed in Jesus' name, healed from their infirmity. And God, the brokenness that they have experienced that brokenness is going to be turned into the greatest blessing that they've ever experienced in Jesus' mighty name. Come on, church, start praising God. You're whole in Jesus' name. 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 You're whole. You're whole. You're whole. You're whole. You're whole in Jesus' name. Let me tell you something. 
I want to say this to y'all up here tonight. Isn't this awesome, the freedom that's happening right here? Chris, can y'all help him? Can y'all? And, and, and Drew, just help, help people and at our campuses, just, just help them. I want to make sure that we help them with the freedom class. You know, the, the church, man, we're here to care for people. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's really what it's about. Every miracle that Jesus did is because he loves people, because he has compassion on people. So listen, this is important. I feel, it's funny because Je Jessica said that about water baptism. I felt led Tuesday to get these baptismal things permanently installed. And I, I want to make sure that we let them know. Hey, J Justin, make sure that we let everyone know that we prayed for about water baptism Sunday because here's why. I, I feel like there's some kind of anointing. I know water baptism is always anointing. Is everybody following me? I feel like there's this fresh start, uh, fresh healing, fresh wholeness. Yes, salvation, but it's like, come on, it's like an awakening. I'm, I'm ro I've come up out of the water. I'm awakened to the fullness of God. So man, just, just if you need to get water baptized, if that's happened, just it's gonna be out there every single Sunday. And I'm telling you, Sunday, if you bring your family and friends, they're gonna get saved. I mean, maybe they can survive one, one night in here. But you get them in here twice, it's a, I think it's a done deal in Jesus' name. Thank you for tuning in to today's podcast. For more information about Celebration Church or to get in touch with us, please visit celebration.org.